genre. to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we drink someone else's bourbon as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 2, one rooftop dangling minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Adam Sheehan. And I'm Rachel Gatlin. Welcome back, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, we got you guys back for Minute 76 today, which is the one that begins with Harry looking around his balcony while we have ominous thuds in the <laughs> audio <laughs> and uh, ends with him saying, put me down. We'll make a deal as Otto smirks. Uh, yeah, we got you. We got you for a little, little bit more of an action packed minute than last. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's le- it's less Aunt May in the hospital and more, you know, dangling over rooftops. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we try to shuffle those around a bit. Uh- <laughs> Uh, the top of this, the top of this scene. So, um, almost like forty percent of this minute is just this steady cam shot of Harry looking around, and I, I just think it rules. Like we're in full mm-hmm. monster movie territory here, and I, I just get all like tingly uh, when there's. It it's really good, but I I will say that um you know I I have we both have. Mm really talked about how much we love when this movie does old school Hollywood stuff. Yes. You know, we love the back lots. We love the rooftop sets and things. And I, I really, and I stand by those things, but this is one of the very few examples where I look at this and I go, man, this looks like a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's very Sam Raimi in that, in that respect. Like there's a couple moments in this movie where you really see Sam Raimi's like full style exposed a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was excited that we got one of them. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like this, this looking back and forth shot. That's very like, he's good with jump scares and yeah. there's a couple of them in this movie mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. nails it. Yeah. I actually jumped when I was watching this clip earlier. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those, it's one of those jump scares that you forget every time you watch it. Yeah. Totally. Uh, you know, like I've I've watched this movie so many times and then I'm watching this minute to take my notes and I'm like, does he come from the left side or the right? Like I kept I kept waiting for him to just be already standing next to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like he looks one way, looks the other way. And when he looks back, he's just standing there. Like that's yeah. what I thought was going to happen. So when he actually looks over the edge and, and gets the jump scare, I was like, ah, He's right oh. behind me, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. But but it's that moment where it's like, is he going to be standing there? Is he going to just be? And they're like, ah, oh, right. Sam Raimi right. directed this right. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, it would jump out at us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but specifically, the, the sitcom thing that I was talking about was uh, just about this balcony. Yes. Set. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This balcony set, They he does a really good job of, of hiding it. But, like, every time he looks over to the edge and you can see part of the city, I was like, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is just a lot of painted cardboard. And yeah. Yeah. It's I was like, oh, what are you? <laughs> yeah. It's like you expect, uh, you know, like uh, Conan O'Brien to have like a like a desk right out there. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder what that is, because uh, for the most part in this film, uh, I, I feel like Bill Pope's been really good at like lighting things to sell the reality of whatnot. And everything on like the characters in this is great like i i love the way the faces are lit and the you know lightning flashes and all that even though it's not realistic i love that type of thing but there's something about how bare these not not that the sets are bare but like how they're just exposed by the lighting like i don't mm-hmm. they just look painted they just look like something i don't know what well decision that is you know what it is it's i'm looking at this i think i've pinpointed exactly what the, what it is mm. i okay so when he looks over to uh, the left side of the frame, his right. Mm-hmm. And you see the sort of edge of the that little like sort of uh, lightning bolt shaped edge, those right angles oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, against the the black, dark city. <laughs> Where is the light coming from that's lighting that? Yes. Like, yeah. Like the moon. That, yeah, the moon. Yeah, the moon, which is on the other side. <laughs> right. But it's know. it's way too bright for that. Mm-hmm. Too, right. It you, would, know? You, you need some blue gels. To, yeah. You know. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think or it's he's just created his own light source because he thinks he's that important, right? But like, <laughs> but we've seen the what the top of Harry's or the Osborne like fortress looks like, right? It's that weird rooftop apartment in New York where mm-hmm. it looks like a castle. So there's nothing above him here. He's on the balcony. There's nothing to <laughs> yeah. light him. You know, like right. Well, he's got those sconces on the wall. It's true. Yeah. 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 But they're pointed they can... up. They're not, and they're not bouncing <laughs> off of anything. He's, I'm trying to be the benefit of the doubt here. He's got a yeah. personal this, blimp this... that's the outside is just reflectors, and then the sconces <laughs> are reflecting off yeah. the blimp, and then that's what's. Like... Yeah, like, this just I you know look I love I I I love Pope to death. He's a great DP, but mm. this is not his best work. No. This particular scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is fun. Like that's. Mm-hmm. I, I, I we just got out of like some really like you know uh, moody intense you know Aunt May stuff last week and it is nice to like have some goofy shenanigans again uh, and mm. I think that's the main thing I celebrate while I'm watching this minute is like the oh, unreality yeah. of the ominous thuds and like shaking the trees and whatnot like I I just get excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like how there's clearly a, a, a PA just behind that plant who like at a certain cue just jostles it a little bit. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's his one job. Yeah, he got a day of scale pay for that. Yeah. Like, all I need you to do is stand here and shake this tree. That's your only job. He's Hollywooding it. Uh that um I had a I was a PA on a short film once where uh for one of the shots that they were trying to get of this outdoor patio area where people were having, you know, a fancy uh dinner or whatever, the shot was wide enough and we had a crane out there that some branches from the trees were getting in the way and we tied down some of them, but there was this one tree branch that was like, I don't remember what the deal was, why we couldn't take the time to tie it down, but it was getting ridiculous. And somebody was like, Zach, can you just like sit under frame and pull down that branch so it doesn't pop up into the image? And that'll be your job during this setup. I was like, okay. And so I just sat there on the ground and bent down a tree branch toward me. And that was, again, my one job. That was my, like, so I got scaled I, I've, had those, <laughs> I've had those jobs, too. I was working on an, an indie short film a number of years ago where there was a scene where there was a girl in a bikini hitchhiking. Mm-hmm. 
but we filmed it in March, which in this part of the country is very cold. Yeah. So my job was to stand just off frame with a blanket. (laughs) And as soon as the director said cut, I covered this girl with a blanket. Thank, thank God for like, people like uh, you. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, I was just her own personal heat source. <laughs> that's an important job. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, nobody's nobody's better at whining than actors, so keep them from doing it. Um, <laughs> right. That's great. They need a juice box <gasps> and a blanket. Mm. <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, James Franco's peach fuzz that he's got going mm. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, completely he clean shaven except for his chin and his mustache. He's yeah. got like a little little sparse uh, sprinkling of hairs. Yeah. To show he's been he's, working uh, on it all summer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, gotta, I finally Look got a how disheveled he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's got those highlights that aren't like f- quite frosted tips, but he's clearly mm-hmm. he clearly has highlights. Yeah. yeah. That's some uh, his his name has escaped me. Uh, what was the what was the other the not Justin Timberlake in in sync? What was his name? Oh, uh, JC. JC. Yeah, Chazet. he's got he's totally got JC hair. Yes. <laughs> well, this was right around that time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like, also I I like how they go out of their way to try to get that Osborne hair look that nobody has. Mm-hmm. They're like, how can we sort of do that with James Franco's mm-hmm. hair? Yeah. Yes. We'll put some streaks no, in. Yeah. I, I love that as opposed to them just shrugging their shoulders and not doing anything with the Harry and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Right. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> like this is so much more interesting and I don't know. I, yeah, I like it. I Me like too. that a lot. Yeah. I agree. Um, uh, When the, the tentacle does pop up, it's hard for me to tell, but I think it is one of the practical puppets that does it. Uh, and they have like this sort of, you know, Sam Raimi-ish mm-hmm. double shot of the the thing popping up and then a second one of it hitting him in the chest. And that's the one that like as I was going through and like pausing and taking notes on this minute, it just made me laugh out loud the shot of it hitting him in the chest because <laughs> everybody commits so hard to it, right? <laughs> like, we, are, we are currently frozen on that exact moment <laughs> it's like it's like one one frame he looks fine the, the very next frame he's making the worst face ever. yeah <laughs> it's an ugly frown and his, you know his hair goes all up in his face and the drink goes flying up into the air and it just it just makes me smile uh <laughs> it's great um also when he goes down somebody throws rubble at him <laughs> uh, from off camera You're like right. there's no reason for that i don't know why it's there but they somebody just off camera just throws some like a handful of rubble at him yeah or maybe it's like leaves or something but even still that doesn't make sense like it's just no this needs some detritus here throw throw something uh yeah this will look good it's like like the leaves in the uh, cemetery sequence where this makes no sense but the texture the texture man throw it in yeah the sound guys, um, the Foley artists, they got a little, um, they got a little carried away uh, here <laughs> because this uh, this bit where he takes the drink and it's such a it's such an awesome move, right? Oh like, yeah. He catches the bourbon because um, you know dropping it would be a party foul, and mm. he knows that. Uh, <laughs> and really he, expensive bourbon too. I mean, and he doesn't <laughs> spill a drop. You know, well, it's, it's Maker's Mark. It it's not expensive, that expensive. But no, bourbon. he's drinking Maker's Mark. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With yeah. all that money. Yeah. 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 I, he never he lost the taste some... of a college kid. <laughs> he couldn't spring for some like log of wool in or, or I don't know. Nope. Yeah. Anything else. Not this no. Osborne. No, Maker's Mark. 
Um, uh, yeah, so he, he catches this bourbon, he brings it up and he takes a drink. And when he's bringing the, the drink down, you hear ice clatter, but there's no ice in this bourbon. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was like the sound of like bits of the tentacle rattling again. That doesn't make sense that I said it out loud. It makes no sense. Uh, (laughs) no, that's, that's a sound of ice in a glass. It's very, I, I know it. Because I use it a lot in Geek by Night because Lorelai likes a drink. Oh, and, it's like... <laughs> and and to make sure that you can hear it, she likes her drinks on the rocks. That's perfect. Um, I love and it. And so I, I use that sound in Geek by Night all the time. So I immediately recognize it. And I was like, wait a minute. There's no ice in that glass. <laughs> you know what my favorite bit with the glass? I mean, obviously, the, the practical puppet bit is awesome. And we'll get to that. Uh, but my favorite glass thing is that the moment that he catches it, in the the animation of the tentacle, the glass is CGI and the arm is CGI, and you know it's 2004 CGI, so it looks good, but maybe it doesn't look as perfect as it could look. What I like is it. It is funny though that the arms look better than the drink does. Yes, yeah. like they figured that out, and they're like, wait, 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 we have to do liquid. Oh, like, are you kidding me? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when I'm watching it, what keeps me from just like thinking about the glass looking fake is the the choice in the animation to he catches it and then does a little readjustment grab before he brings it out like there's the catch mm-hmm. and then a resettle and then he withdraws the tentacle and it it gets me thinking about like the gravity and <laughs> of the weight of it and not about the way it looks so then I'm just into mm-hmm. it by the time we pull back into the large shot and I just like that little detail of he catches it and then readjusts and then pulls back mm-hmm. Doc yeah. <laughs> that is good um also uh important to point out uh doc ock likes to wear his sunglasses at night hey yeah uh, cory hart why yeah <laughs> a big cory hart that's, fan that's the guy, guy who sang that song right sure i think so Corey Hart. Yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure it's cory hart what why <laughs> whatever <laughs> i know it's, it's just to be a nod to ock in the comics right and like how he had the bandages earlier but he never wears them for very long ever so is it just to have like the look for a second and then that's that's fine or is Ox yeah. just like I mean we as we've established over the course of this season he is very theatrical <laughs> <laughs> yeah our our drama queen buddy here uh, yeah, I don't I don't imagine a director telling Alfred Molina to stop being Alfred Molina just, you know you do you guy yeah. just, just be be Alfred Molina yeah we brought you to really go for it, so uh, thank you. Uh, uh, yes, sure, go full Giles with that glasses move. Uh, you earned it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice. Hello, Harry. Um, and of course, and again, so when we do have the drink of the drink with the clinky sounds, I just love that it's the real practical puppet there. These little details of whenever we are in close-up and we can use it, use it. Um, and when we're mm-hmm. far off, when we're a wider shot, We'll do the CGI, but we'll still have physical people there. Um, they're like mm-hmm. two sides of the same coin to make us buy into it. And so the glass is one. And the second one is when you go to dangle Harry over the edge, have a real stuntman there getting dragged along by the CGI tentacle. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not everything is CGI for that moment because it'd be impossible to do. You do the things you can do and then just, I don't know, you, you you put the attention where Augment. it needs to be. Yeah, augment. augmentation. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's really getting lost now. Now it's just like all mocap. 
Yeah. And they're like, we'll figure it out later. And I miss yeah, it a bit. I, I, yeah. uh, sometimes I, I feel like um, Star Wars is trying to swing it back the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, like they're doing that that cool thing where they have like a practical, practical puppet or like a practical like costume thing. And then they augment it with like a CGI face. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I really appreciate it when they do that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that that's uh, just it's like the perfect combo totally yeah where it it feels like it's physically there but it also has the you know extra performative capabilities and unreality of the cgi stuff i just meant more in things like like the current crop of marvel movies because this is you know where the spider-man saga led eventually to this so sort of new world order of superhero movies um in some of the marvel ones because of the timeline that they're on Right. Just let's just CGI everything and we'll you know, we'll even improve it by the time it gets to the uh you know, home video release. Just just get it out there as quick as we can. And I miss some of this stuff where like, yeah, let's dangle a stuntman physically and then put in a CGI mm-hmm. tentacle because that's the one thing we can't do. Not well anything could be CGI, so just do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just bothers me when they have like a whole entire character who's CGI, yeah. like like an infinity war. It's mm-hmm. like you couldn't just get a, a an actor. Like, if you're going to do stuff to the faces, do stuff to the face. But there's, like, entire characters that are yeah. just superimposed. Totally. Yeah. 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 I find myself really, I don't want to say distracted. I guess more, like, just very interested in what Alfred Molina is doing <laughs> to, like, especially in the ce- the scenes with the CGI arms. Like, the way he moves his body around. Yeah. Um, and knowing yeah. that on the day there's nothing there, he's just, like doing that <laughs> i don't know I, I try to i try to like make the arms disappear in my mind and just like watch his performance and imagine what that was like on well, the I day mean, that that just lends credence to how good of an actor he is he steals mm-hmm. every scene he's in oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah um he's my favorite part of this movie oh yeah no he's great he's just he's so good at like selling the unreality with his reaction to yeah. it or the way he mm-hmm you know accepts it or or takes it on like the the what i'm thinking about right now is this wide shot where he comes off of the ledge and comes down close to harry after throwing the uh he throws the glass um just the way he rocks back and forth in whatever wire rig they have and he like lifts up one of his legs to, to prepare to to like place it on the ground like he feels like he's controlling the wires rather than them controlling him and mm-hmm. it's hard to do even in some like really good movies that i like when people are up on wires, you immediately can tell. You immediately feel like, oh, they're they're not the one controlling their movement right now. But I never feel that with Alfred Molina. He just seems in control. Yeah. 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 This, I also uh, like when he when he takes off his sunglasses, his eyes are already all the way open. <laughs> 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 it's like in case you didn't realize I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you can see the white all around his eyes. He's, they're just completely open. Oh, yeah. It's really fun. Um, I also, I love this shot of uh, of Harry upside down. It did. It looks exactly like the shot from The Dark Knight. When the <laughs> upside down. Yes. <laughs> there we go. And he's all, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. There's just something about it that tickles me. Totally, yeah. And I like... As much as we have talked about how fake the like set part of this looks, when they do go for the dangle, it looks very real uh, over the over the edge there. I don't know. It's probably like a they composited a plate of an actual um, 
uh, alleyway looking down or something within the mm. the shot but yeah it the the blend there is nice and then the fact that after we get the <laughs> the dark knight shot of uh of harry we then go to a pov that was like practically done where they just kind of like dangle and shake the camera around a little bit while it looks straight down and i get like i love that vertigo yeah (laughs) yeah that vertigo that's that same sam raimi style coming through again Mm -hmm. too like he makes every moment of this as scary as he can yeah like push it just just like all those little past normal just push it a little bit past realistic to oh gosh oh no (laughs) like yeah yeah it's it's just like almost silly like Mm -hmm, he he makes things scary to a point where they're almost funny and then he and then he backs off yes so in the in the the plot of the movie itself oh um we've got uh we've got Otto asking for his precious tritium Mm. uh so he's he's wanting he's wanting more of of uh the tritium so that was his uh that was his uh, one little chore that he talked about uh, last minute was he needed to get tritium, which apparently Harry's the only way he knows how to do that. Um, which yeah. <laughs> makes me wonder, like, does he just not know where it comes from at all? Because it, yeah. it seems to me like you wouldn't want to make deals with anyone. Like, you'd, you'd just like, well, I know where to get it, so I'm just going to go get it. I mean, he got all of those other parts like what's stopping him from i'm assuming he didn't buy those things <laughs> right right yeah. he must have stolen them somehow so well, stole some and can't... paid for some with the bank robber money oh right that's yeah. right i yeah. forgot about the bank robbery yeah 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 so he bought he bought i guess he legit bought bought that but you'd think that there would be uh it, it does feel like there's a missing uh, missing action sequence. Like if this was a Marvel Studios movie, there would be a scene where he steals the tritium from somewhere. Yes, yeah. Um, that feels like that kind of feels like an MCU kind of action sequence. Instead, uh, he just goes back to this doofus. <laughs> hey, rich boy, go get the thing I need. Yeah, he shakes down a nineteen-year-old for it, <laughs> right? Yeah, it, it's he all- literally tur- turns uh, turns him upside down for his lunch for his money. money yeah, <laughs> it, it would have been great if they had added that in, like a little bit of of change falls out of his pocket, yeah. uh, or like a money. I, mean, don't, I, I don't think Harry has seen loose change in years. No, uh, that's a good point. But nowadays he'd like lose his iPhone and his keys and yeah, that's true. yeah, well, whatever have else he has in his pocket. to the ground. Um, I feel like I feel like Harry has a cell phone, right? In this. Didn't he have one at the earlier in the in the movie, like at the Nobel Prize, Otto Nobel Prize type of scene where he wanted to uh, do business? I don't things. remember him having one. No, no, he just said the attitude of a person with a Bluetooth headset in his ear. I just realized that. Mm. No, <laughs> not, there wasn't physically one there. He just had the energy of that guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I Maybe it's like, it's almost as if in the fiction, Harry has some sort of secret access to tritium that nobody else has. Like there's a, tritium mine or something that osborne owns like the oscorp owns or something that like maybe that's the only supplier of the stuff um i I feel like that would be if they had set that up earlier that like that's how they got access to it mm -hmm. um that i i feel like this would make a lot more sense yeah yeah because as it is it's just sort of arbitrary i mean you go with it as you're watching it because it's like yeah yeah oh the tritium from last time harry but like why (laughs) <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Why the middleman? Um, other than that, we need this movie to keep moving. Um, I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also this bit where, uh, when he says, "I need that precious tritium," 
and only more this time. And Harry's like, are you crazy? You'll destroy the city. But when he says that, we don't see him. And it just it just screams of a studio note ADR. Uh, <laughs> just like, no one knows what that is. Tell them. Remind them. I don't remember <laughs> this Tritium. This is the bad stuff. <laughs> the heck was Tritium, yeah. Also, too, yeah. that like Harry's approach in that in that line in the following one about like you're a hack auto he's so aggressive when the dude that he knows is the most dangerous person in the city is just like like standing right over him and he just full-on screams you're a hack at him (laughs) well he's drunk oh yes okay yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's what i would say to that it's like (laughs) you're you're not wrong and i think he would be terrified if he was sober but he is not sober (laughs) yeah yeah, he's had two whole sips of Maker's Mark. <laughs> he can't be held accountable for anything he may or may not say. I mean, if you're me, that's 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 enough. But. Well, the the Maker's Mark bottle that he had on his desk had not been opened yet, so mm. you could argue that he's had a lot more than that because oh, true. Oh, yeah. he yeah. emptied a previous bottle before getting to the other. <laughs> one. So, it's amazing he's able to like uh, form coherent words, like <laughs> right? Yeah. I went from thinking it was a lightweight to be being very impressed. Uh, and yeah. and when he no, tur- he got turned upside down, he didn't just throw yeah, up. Yeah, dang, dang, yeah. Osborne, you got stomach yeah. of steel. <laughs> yeah, he is an alcoholic. Um, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's really it's really bad. Uh, like, yeah, because yeah, if I had that good. much Maker's Mark, if someone turned me upside down over a build like over the ledge of a building, everything in my body's coming out of my mouth yeah. at that point. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd and, just and a lot of people. <laughs> A lot of people are unhappy and or dead below you. Um, Let me see. For this minute, the only other note that I had was um, I did want to give a shout out to Stanton Barrett, who was the James Franco stunt double in this movie and the previous movie, uh, who's probably the one doing a lot of these dangly things uh, in the wide shots. And fun fact, he also recently doubled for Hugh Jackman in Logan. Uh, during wow. some of those fight scenes, so that's fun. Uh, you guys have anything to plug right now? Got anything going on? Well, no. We're cur- as as of this recording, TMNT Minute is on hiatus, but we are encouraging people to binge mm. since there's like ninety some episodes available. Mm-hmm. Um, so please binge and join our Facebook group and c- encourage us to do TMNT too. <laughs> and Air- and Airheads Minute is still a kind of um, TBD. Yeah, but that's yeah. coming eventually. But you can find us. Well, you can find me on a couple different guest spots. Um, I think you've got one coming up, Adam. Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. <laughs> so we're still around. We're, we haven't gone anywhere. We're just busy adults. Hey, that's fair. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, go check out uh, TMNT Minute. Uh, make sure that you guys listen to that because it's it's awesome. Lots of talk about uh, puppets and costumes and oh yeah. All kinds of good stuff over there. So uh, check that out. And uh, it, while you're on Facebook and you're joining their group, you should go join the Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group. Uh, and you can you can talk about balconies and I don't know, whatever you want to talk about with this episode. Octopods. That's a fun place. That's like where probably 80% of my Facebook notifications come from. Likewise. Yeah. It's just a good like nerd congregation spot. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so go check that out, and we will be back with Minute 77 tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.